no theme music uh, today because we've been listening to blues, uh, our on-air fun drive. But we're going to take a little pause right now for the GM report. And my name is Steve DiCostanzo. I'm the general manager of WPKN. And once a month I have a chance to uh, talk about some things happening here uh, within the station and also invite some people to come in from the communities that we serve. So uh, today I thought we would do something a little bit different because uh, we have our good friends from the Westport Library here. And let me uh, first of all just introduce uh, the uh, three guests that we have and uh, we're going to find out all about uh, the library, but specifically we're going to be talking a lot about VersoFest 2022, which is a really exciting event that's taking place um, at the Westport Library on April 8th. That's a Friday through the 10th, a Sunday. And, well, let me first introduce uh, a few of you here. Bill Harmer is the executive director of the Westport Library and uh, he has uh, had a chance to oversee this incredible uh, development, redevelopment, and reimagination of, of what a, uh, a library can actually look, look like and sound like and feel like. It's uh, really quite, um, quite a remarkable asset, not only for Westport, but for the entire community. And then uh, Alex uh, Giannini is the associate director for programs and events at the Westport Library. So uh, I would imagine that VersoFest comes under both headings. <laughs> and I, I know you're all very busy. And uh, let me also introduce then uh, Brendan Toller, who is the marketing manager for Verso Studios, which uh, are located at the uh, Westport Library. So um, to all of you, welcome to the new studio here. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah thanks is, for having us. For, for most of you, I think, um, Brendan, you've been up here. I've been here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were on a show uh, a couple months couple ago months with ago. Uh, David Bibby, Travis Bell, right. and Jennifer Bangs. That's right. Okay. Talk about Verso. So That's right. It's good to be back. Yeah. Good, good, to, good to see you. And otherwise, um, uh, Alex and, and Bill, uh, you the first time that you've been here, uh, it's a lot different than uh, what we had at the University of Bridgeport. Uh, first of all, I mean, it's uh, there are some places that you can actually sit down and relax. And I know you guys were out in the community room before things started. We've had kind of a, a busy start to a Monday. It's not always this busy. Uh, but uh, today, today is uh, our very first day of fundraising. And it's the first fundraiser we've had uh, in 2022. So um, where do you want to start? Because, uh, you know, the Verso Fest uh, is... We're a media partner of, and a lot of times I've been talking about it as, as a, like a kind of a miniature South by Southwest type of experience. But, you know, you guys put it together. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, VersoFest and uh, how it came, came to be and uh, all the different moving parts because, you know, I, we have a lot of interviews and songs, et cetera. So. Sure. Yeah, well, I'll take a crack at it. Um, yeah, hey, by the way, your studio is absolutely beautiful. It's it looks great. Great views of the downtown. Yeah, right. Just looks so clean and uh, um, awesome in here. So thank, thank you, thank you for having us, and good luck with the fun drive today. So, um, so Universal Fest um, was inspired, I think, in part by our um, Story Fest, which is 
uh, literary festival that we have at the library. It's the only literary festival in the state of Connecticut, and it's five or six years going now. So you say only. I say largest. Right. It's largest. the largest literary festival okay. in Connecticut. Well, I had to get Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's the only and largest uh, literary <laughs> festival in, in the state of Connecticut. It's been going strong for five or six years now. And... Um, and so we're adding we're adding a music festival component. You're right to say that it is in part inspired by South by Southwest. Um, prior to becoming a library director, I used to manage uh, rock and roll bands, so um, go on the road, live in the van, that kind of thing. So right. I spent a few years over at South by Southwest. It's, it's just a fantastic festival. Um, we thought it was something that could really work here. So uh, this is the inaugural year. We've been mm-hmm. working on this for over a year now. We've got three days of live uh, music every night. It's something a little bit different. We're featuring blues and rock and roll and experimental music. Um, and then and then the other um, part of the days is really just like a convention. It's like a media music convention where we've got workshops. We've got luminaries from the world of music and media who are going to be doing some talks and some workshops and there's going to be something for the generalist, people who are interested in, in music or media, as well as, um, you know, amateurs and, and professionals who, who want to come make connections and, um, and learn something. Right. And, and some of it is free and some of it, uh, some elements are ticketed. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. The concerts are ticketed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds... Uh, you know, fantastic. I mean, I, I, I recognize a number of the people who are who are slated to be part of the event. Uh, you, you um, it looks like you're kicking things off on on Friday night. Is that uh, your your kickoff concert um, that uh, with Les Zeppelin? Fun band. Yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to that one. Yeah, so it'll be Friday night at 7 o'clock, April 8th. Uh, I, they're great in concert. They're a great band, great cover band. I'm a big Zeppelin fan. Yeah. Um, and like everything we do, it's Same a, little here. Bit, yeah. a little bit self-serving, right? So I just want to see them in concert, and I think it would be awesome to have them in, in our venue. Uh, they, they seem to sell out every time they play anywhere in this area, New Haven County, Fairfield County. It's like, you know. Really all over the country. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, uh, uh, they tour uh, nonstop, it seems like, all over the country. And we, and we should say that they're endorsed by Jimmy Page. He saw them in, I think, 2013, gave the thumbs up. Oh. And the other thing to think about, too, is we've got the 18-foot screen behind them. So it's going to be wild visuals, I think. Right, Alex? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to do – I'm not going to say exactly what they're going to do yet because they're still uh, – they haven't told me exactly. But they're going to – they have a multimedia presentation that they're going to have behind oh, them, them during the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be super cool. And I think one of the things, if, if folks haven't been to the library, they're not coming to see Les Zeppelin – it, you know, in a bunch of book stacks, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're a legit venue with a stage, theatrical lighting, and sound, and one of the largest video walls in the, the state of Connecticut. Yeah, and cool. an upgraded uh, uh, proper PA system as well, just like you'd see at the Ridgefield Playhouse or the Fairfield Theater Company. And so, what kind of capacity do they have for the a concert like this? We can do we can do up to five hundred standing room. Okay, yeah. And you're never more than 40 feet from the stage as well. So it's a, it's a really unique and uh, intimate venue. And there's bars. We should say that, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it doesn't have the air of a library at all. I mean, right. I see live music three or four times a week in all different yeah. settings. And uh, the shows that I've seen there since being a part of the team have just blown me yeah. away. Even the sound is just unbelievable in there for how yeah, big the ceilings are. It's, it's pretty much the opposite of, of most 
libraries, right, where the people are shushing, you know, and here. <laughs> so everyone can imagine going into a library and approaching a librarian at a reference desk. Well, our, our reference desk doubles up as a bar as well. Mm. Well, th- that's the thing that one, uh, for, for people who have not been to w- in a Westport Library, I mean, and they're used to maybe just their own kind of plain vanilla library. Uh, library talk a little bit about some of the overarching amenities just what makes it unique so different yeah Yeah, because it's it's definitely one of a kind there just aren't a lot of public libraries in the world that look like this one i think first and foremost is just the number of integrated and open spaces communal spaces for gathering people together um uh, the flexibility of the spaces where um, it, it can be set up like an academic library with uh, tables for studying uh, one minute and then converted into a concert hall with proper lighting and sound, accommodating up to 500 people the next yeah. and everything in between. Um, and then the fact that we have three state-of-the-art media studios that just there's nothing like it in our industry. Um, a TV um, now those, control room. Do uh, those all fall under yeah. the, the, the Verso? Yes. Uh, you know, identity? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's a TV studio. It's a um, SSL studio, recording studio. A full recording I, studio, right? In other words, right. you've you've done recorded bands there and, and uh, mixed. <laughs> my, my, my tagline to friends has been, imagine if Wilco designed a library. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good metaphor. It's like got that. that kind of mid-century modern feel. Yeah. It's in, in this state-of-the-art uh, mm. multimedia capacity. It's just it's amazing. And yeah, then full it's all, it's full all, back line. You know, yeah. when you, it's got everything. Yeah. And it's yeah. all integrated. That's the other thing. It's mm. a media facility. They're not you know segregated spaces. It's all integrated. There's um, uh, rooms set up for recording, um, doing, you know, there's ISO booths, there's, it's, uh, yeah. and it, it's all integrated. Well, when I've been there, I've seen a lot of people, uh, you seem to have a, a number of, of spaces or rooms that I guess people, do they, uh, are they, do they pay by the hour or are they free? Or, I mean, in other words, I've seen, they're all like smart rooms. They all seem to have, uh, laptops or desktops and, you know, video stuff and, yeah, every space that we design, we design um, with the purpose of having more than one function. Mm-hmm. So there's these small meeting rooms on our main level that are, you know, meeting rooms, I mean, yeah. just uh, places to study and um, um, and work quietly. But there's also patch bays in there that connect back to the recording studio. So again, they double up as ISO booths for isolating a, a vocalist, a saxophone player, bass player, and whatnot. Yeah, we should hit some music. Should we hit, hit some music? Uh, yeah, why don't we do that? We'll back announce it, but here's uh, some Led Zeppelin for you.
I am here with Chris France. Hello, Chris. Hello, Brendan. We're so happening, baby. Oh, we're just gearing up for Verso Fest, and we are so excited that you are kind of a uh, a centerpiece of it, if you will. Um, oh, you're too kind. But you, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about the forthcoming events at the library. The weekend of April eighth. Is that correct? April eighth. That's right. The weekend of April eighth. And. and uh, uh, going to be so much interesting uh, content, as we say, in the 21st century. Uh, and, and I'm all about uh, interesting music and interesting books uh, and, it, it, you know, exciting uh, martial artists. <laughs> <laughs> it's got- that, that one surprised me, but I, 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 I did a little research on... on on the fellow who's giving the uh, the keynote address, the opening address. Very interesting guy. Michael Jai White. Yeah, he's opening this big film studio in New Haven, Connecticut. So it's, it's yeah, going to be good for the state, I think. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. Um, yeah, and it just must be so nice for you that all this is right in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it's... Um, you guys are doing great things at the Westport Library, and uh, it, it might be the, you might say, the hippest library in the whole damn country right now. I'll say. I'll, I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, you are in conversation with uh, Steve D., general manager of WPKN at noon for free yeah. in the large forum space Saturday, April 9th. Uh, your book, Remain in Love, which is so great, uh, is now in paperback. So I assume you guys are going to talk all about that book and uh, yeah. your history. And, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Steve was, Steve was in Washington, D.C. at that time. Uh, but he, um, he was part of the, you know, whatever you want to call it, punk, new wave, uh, you know, the 930 Club in Washington, D.C., which was kind of like the CBGBs of, of, of D.C. And it, he knows what's happening. He's, he's it's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. And um, then we have the another Chris France preser- Presents Emerging Artists at uh, Westport Library at 7 o'clock that night. Yeah, it's going to be a big day for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, I'm presenting Enid Zay, who are uh, a, a very different kind of rock band from, um, uh, they're out of New Haven, I believe, and um, a, a, at least one member uh, of, of, the, uh, of the band is, is uh, of African descent. Uh, as opposed to Afro-American descent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the other artist, Danny, probably, <laughs> I just found out, it's, it's got a cool new record. And uh, looking forward to that also. Yeah, they just recorded here a couple of weeks ago with Peter Cadis, and I think Enid Zay, coincidentally enough, are in the studio at Peter's studio in Bridgeport right now. So... 
audiences will catch two bands at the peak of their powers right now. Yeah, that's great. Um, and we're having a little record launch party for our Verso compilation of all our live sessions, uh, which I'm sure we'll be speaking about more in the radio program, but that's at six o'clock. So if people want to come early, have a drink, see some great speeches and hear some tracks from our upcoming vinyl compilation, that is an exciting thing to attend before the show hits the stage. Marvelous. I'll be there. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks as always, Chris. We really appreciate it. You bet, Brendan. All right. Looking forward to it.
All right. That was the world premiere of Danny Probably Cowboy, as produced by Peter Cadis, assistant engineer Travis Bell, live at Verso Studios. Oh, it was recorded no, just a couple of weeks ago. It sounded great. So they'll be featured at the uh, Chris France Presents concert, at, uh, along with Enid Zay, which, which was the track preceding it, and that was better than gold. They're in the studio right now. So nice. as I said to Chris, you're going to get two bands at the peak of their powers. So that is Saturday night, April 9th, 7 o'clock, Chris France Presents. And before that, we got a, a, a record launch party, right, Bill? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. So, so what, what does that mean? So the uh, Verso Studios is going to release on the Saturday of the festival, just before the uh, co- Chris's concert, uh, compilation record on vinyl. Um, we think we're going to be the first public library in the world uh, to release its own uh, uh, record label, uh, limited press compilation of music featuring uh, artists here in the tri-state area, um, covering genres from jazz to folk to nice. rock to indie. Yeah. It's the top secret who's on the record album. I think we named some. I yeah. mean, there's some, you know, usual suspects like Ports of Spain mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, we had Tiny Ocean in Friday. They were amazing. Um, Alexandra Burnett. So it's... Yeah. Yeah. Lou Lewis and the Do-Rights. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Tiny Club. Yeah. yeah. And it was nice to hear from Chris France, too. <laughs> Always good to hear from <laughs> the him. The talking head. You know, we, uh, we were talking off mic about, you know, his generosity you know does a lot for the community mm-hmm. both he and tina and we're really happy to have him as one of our programmers and i'm looking forward to you know talking with him and uh, i know there's going to be time for some q a from the audience and i also think uh, i'm going to go out on some social media platforms and and allow others that are in the orbit of uh, either pkn or westport library or music in general to post some questions because i know the the book remain in love it really is uh it's a great read, and I'm rereading it <laughs> for a second time because it's just uh, there's there's so many good uh, stories that uh, are in this book. So I, I guess that's what uh, Saturday at twelve, twelve noon, twelve to one. Yeah, and we should mention the record launch party is at six o'clock. Okay, come and get a free drink. We're gonna have some videos, listen to some tracks. Is that ticketing or is that no? Uh, uh, we'll register. register. So all the registration and tickets are on WestportLibrary.org. Right. So head there. And, um, and buy a copy of the record. Yeah, yes. That sounds yeah. fantastic. What a great day. And then at 7 o'clock, uh, Enid Zay is going to play with uh, that's uh, with Danny Probably. So that, that uh, I, I like the – is that that's Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we should talk about some more stuff that's going on Saturday and Sunday, right, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got the three concerts, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, April 8, 9, and 10. And then Saturday all day is talks and uh, and – uh, panel discussions at mm-hmm. the library. So we kick things off at uh, 10.30 with a welcome, and then at 11 o'clock, uh, we're really excited to have Michael Jai White, the actor, producer, director, and kick-ass martial artist, so don't piss him off. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to kick off the festival. He's uh, he's just opened or is, is just opening Gigantic Studios in Shelton, Connecticut. So uh, they're going to bring some real good business and films to uh, to Connecticut. 
uh, and uh, they're just a really he's a, a super cool guy and they're they're creating the world's largest virtual production hub and entertainment technology incubator and it's right here in our backyard so Whoa. looking forward to, to hearing from him uh, they're also doing a lot of things with uh, underserved populations and, and showing uh, they're bringing those kids and, and and older than kids showing them how to use the tech in the uh, in the studios and to get involved in the company which is really cool so he's going to kick things off on uh, uh, on Saturday and then um, We've got a couple of other great keynotes, but also Saturday we have three workshops. If you want to talk about those, Brendan, because I think right. these are, you should sign um, up for those. Yeah, at, starting at uh, 11 a.m., there's Drew Smith, who's a Nashville award-winning country singer-songwriter. Um, he's going to be doing kind of an intimate you know, workshop for people of any level. Then at noon, we have Dulio. Connecticut's own Dulio doing a Beats production workshop, and I keep running into... Um, kids at the library who are using our post-production facilities to produce beats. And I'm like, you guys got to come to this because this guy was there at the start of hip hop. Hmm. And as I'm sure, you know, Steve, he's like always just always about to break through. I mean, he was there at the early days of stones throw. He was sampling stuff before or at the same time as Wu Tang clan. He was the first person to sample uh, skull snaps. It's a new day, which is that iconic drum beat you hear in everything from like, Lincoln Park and Crazy Town to all the cool, you know, hip hop of the 90s. I'm mentioning some very lame rock and roll there. Um, and uh, I mean, it's in the Matrix. It's yeah. like, it's in, it's insane, like the, the impact and the effect he's had on culture. So I have access you to that. You, you worked in Crazy Town. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, is, he, uh, is he local? Yeah, he's out of New Haven. Oh, so cool. uh, he's going to do, he's going to have his gear there. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, two decks and then um, uh, a multimedia presentation mm-hmm. behind him. Um, and then from, we'll get into it a little later, but Joe Bichard from Blue Oyster Cult is going to be doing a free lyric writing workshop. Uh, that's just going to be so amazing. Um, and as I said, to, I say in my interview with Joe, like if, if the modern rock, you know, sort of the Ira Kaplan's, the Robert Pollard's, the John Worcester's were around here, they would be first in line for this thing. So I think if you have a nominal just passing interest in rock and how to construct a song you should go check that out yeah he's uh, he's been up here a couple of times he's yeah. really interesting uh, he's a good uh, good person to do that um we have our producers panel which is um evolving due to some out of country work <laughs> but uh we have detuan thomas who's the vibe editor vibe magazine editor-in-chief um travis bell from verso studios of course will be joining and we just i think we can announce that we have rob Forboni on the panel oh cool keith richards yeah. main man remastered the bob marley entire catalog nice. so man and, and more important he designed our um studios that's right and, mm. yeah so and the band's studios in 76 i mean this guy is I can't wait to shake his hand. We've been going back and forth. Yeah, so. cool. <laughs> well, listen, I uh, just want to reintroduce you guys and uh, reintroduce ourselves. We're, we're WPKN 89.5 FM Community Radio, and I've got in the studio for the GM Report. I've got Bill Harmer, who's the executive director of Westport Library, uh, Alex Giannini, the associate director for programs and events at the Westport Library, as well as Brendan Toller, who is the marketing manager for Verso Studios, at the Westport Library, and we're talking about Verso Fest, which is coming up uh, from April 8th to the 10th, and that's going to be uh, at the Westport Library. So, uh, yeah. Steve, could we, uh, could we cut to a, sure. a little phoner with Christine Ullman here? Definitely. Let's, uh, let's bring, bring her up. She's going to be uh, with us Sunday 
uh, I think, what time here? 2 o'clock to 3.30 with this incredible soul singer, uh, Joshy Joe Armstead, who was an Iket. And she wrote with Ashford and Simpson. She wrote hits for Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin. If you like soul music, this is the place to be. So we'll, let's cut to that. Hey, Brendan. Like Lee Dorsey says, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> That's a great reference. I love that. Yeah. I'm here with Christine Ullman, the Beehive Queen. And on Sunday, April 10th, from 2 to 3.30 at the Westport Library, she will be inter- interviewing Joshy Joe Armstead as a part of a music oral history live on the stage at the Westport Library. Hey, Christine, what's up? Hey, Brandon, how you doing? I'm so excited about this. Yes, could you give us a quick bio? It's hard to do of uh, Joshy Joe Armstead. Yeah, well, we're you know she is a Renaissance soul woman in every sense of the word. I've known her a long time out of the New York scene. But she originally comes to us via Ike and Tina Turner. She was an Iket. She sang on their great 45, I'm Blue, the Gong Gong song. And then she kind of went on from there uh, to meet up with Ashford and Simpson, the songwriting team. And she wrote, I Don't Need No Doctor and Let's Go Get Stoned for Ray Charles and a bunch of other uh, people as well. And then she finally put out some records of her own, a great record called I Feel an Urge coming on, which... um, Neo Solster Nick Waterhouse out of California has covered, and he's we'll have a little clip of him in the interview. She's been on Broadway with Melvin Van Peebles. Uh, she was a, a confidant of Donny Hathaway. She really has done it all, uh, and also she ran her own record label, a Giant Records. And as a sidebar, she managed a boxer. She managed a boxer. <laughs> so she's, I mean, really, when you say there are soul singers, this is a soul singer who's also done so many other things, and that's Joshy. Yeah. I mean, I got this idea from the Ponderosa Stomp, which is oh, this yeah. uh, wonderful small music festival in uh, New Orleans, and sometimes they Definitely. do programs in New York City. But um, they had these music oral histories where people would be interviewed on the stage. And, you know, you might be sitting at home listening to this interview thinking, um, oh, gosh, an uh, interview on a stage for an hour or plus, you know, that might be boring, but I can tell you that uh, we're this is at the Westport Library as a part of Verso Fest, and we have we're going to have tracks playing, we're going to have video clips, photos on our 18 foot screen behind Christine and Joshi. It's going to be, it, you know, people love documentaries, and this is like it's going to be like experiencing a live documentary with uh, two exactly. incredible performers uh, in in songwriters in the midst. Yeah, uh, it's like it's going to be an epic sort of multimedia presentation where you can really get an idea of what she's done in sight and sound as well as the interview. And then there's going to be an audience Q&A afterwards. And I can tell you, besides being one of the most stylish people I know, she is one of the most well-spoken and has fabulous history. I mean, her history is unbelievable. Yeah, so and- it's going to be- you know, uh, Christine, you are such an amazing performer, and Connecticut's lucky to have you. Um, but with being a performer comes the artist that needs inspiration and the record geek. Yeah. So I know that you're beyond excited for this, and I think that that's going to oh, translate really to the audience, you know? <laughs> yeah, and the Verso Studio, uh, if I may just say, Brendan, to have the studio in Connecticut the way it's structured, and then this kind of a festival, and I know this will be the 
first, maybe maybe it's not the first, but if not the first of many. And um, it really, you know, will bring a great respect and sense of history to, and you already have, to lots of different people. I know you you uh, interviewed my dear friend Al Anderson, Big Al Anderson, when he was here in Connecticut, and and so you and you're continuing that to compile at Verso all of these great interviews, and people should really know that they can take advantage of this in the most wonderful way. So, and this will be a chance to do it live. Yes, yes, and we should mention also that it's free, so how can you beat that? <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, well, so I, think, I think I got Amblude queued up, so any, any last words? Well, I just, want, I just want to invite everybody to be with us and to take this opportunity. But, you know, when you hear this fabulous record, um, you're going to know that there's just so much. The river of American popular music is wide and deep, and there is so much to learn about it. So come on April 8th, 9th, and 10th and learn with us, and I'll see you on April 10th with the ever-fabulous Joshy Joe Armstead. I'm Blue by the iCats with Joshy Joe Armstead on, I think, lead vocal there. And she'll be with us, as you heard, 
two o'clock Sunday. And I'm sure that Christine is listening. So <laughs> hi, probably, Christine. Uh, hey, another uh, friend of the station, friend of WPK, and she's been up here so many times. And uh, we we're just saying that she's she's uh, she knows so much about soul music. There were some epic uh, shows with her and Howard Thompson trading off on uh, Muscle Shoals music and Stax music and stuff like that. So uh, so she's involved. What is she doing now? At, she's going to play Fest? role of music historian and just well, walk Joshy well, through her incredible life as we show clips and play tracks and pictures. Like I said that is prior, cool. it's like a live documentary. That's on, on Sunday, huh? Yes, yeah. Free in the forum. Wow. Yeah. She knows so much. I mean, and she's, she's very um, vivacious and she'll be great. So that's, um, if you don't know her, the beehive queen, uh, you should uh, check, check that out. So again, talk a little bit about uh, where, uh, where our listeners should go to register and, and perhaps if for some of the ticketed events. Sure. Uh, because you, you want everyone to register, right? You don't Correct. want people just to n- kind of walk up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the bulk of the, the festival is, is free. You can just walk up, but we you can, just to have right. an idea of uh, what we're in for for that weekend. Right, it's right, exactly. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 8, 9, and 10. And you can go to westportlibrary.org to sign up for everything. Um, one thing we didn't mention on Sunday is uh, Jane Green, who is a... Uh, New York Times bestselling uh, author. Her new book, Sister Stardust, uh, she, she launches her book tour with us Sunday, April 10th at 11 a.m. We're doing a book and a brunch uh, and a cocktail with, with Jane and uh, local legend, Pop-Up Bagel. Again, self-serving. Mm. I've never been able to get a Pop-Up Bagel because they sell out <laughs> so quick. So we put them in the festival. Well, she looks like she's incredibly busy. It says here she's published in over 25 languages and has over 10 million books in print. Jane Green is wow. a genre unto herself. I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and this this new book is cool. It's kind of it's a historical fiction, uh, but it brings the lead character to, to Marrakesh following the stones at one point, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, so and J- Jane's great. We're, she's one of our favorites. So that that's a, a fun 11 o'clock uh, on Sunday event. Also in the writer's court, we have Joe Hagen of Vanity Fair, right. New York Times, uh, Joe Hagen wrote the book about Jan Wenner that Jan Wenner sort of uh, disavowed. <laughs> so, uh, which is very cool. Very happy. He wasn't yeah, no. That. <laughs> so, um, you know, aside from that, Joe Hagen has covered. He was on the campaign trail with Beto O'Rourke. I mean, he has interviewed some of the, you know, most powerful people in politics. So, if you're looking for music, culture, politics, look no further mm. than Joe Hagen. I mean. The workshop costs a mere 10 clams. You know, you, you, you cannot beat that to get, hear an hour of his story through journalism and through writing and his process and be able to pick his brain and hear his war stories. That's a, it's, it's an incredible get, so I hope people turn out for that. Well, again, if you're just jumping in here at WPKN, we're talking about VersoFest 2022. It's put together by the Westport Library, which in and of itself is a very unusual place in the sense of uh, scale and and what it uh, what it has in terms of music and media offerings. And uh, just some of its services are just remarkable. And obviously the, the residents of Westport are pretty happy. But it's uh, I'm sure you've got other people visiting as well from other towns that want to kind of take a look and see what it's all about. That's uh, the trick of the first year. I mean, we went pretty wide on on this net, so we feel like we have a really eclectic three days. There's something for everybody. So yeah. uh, like we said, come to one or come to all. 
Cool. Should we? What, what do we got time for? Steve? Well, let's see. We've got uh, we've got about ten minutes. All right. So I'd say let's let's cut to the Joe Bouchard interview. It's a, it's a, a little long, but then we can play a little bit of astronomy and fade out and say our goodbyes, maybe. <laughs> Joe, we're obviously so honored and excited to have you part of our debut Verso Fest. Um, what, what I'm you, excited too. <laughs> what, what do you think uh, the people can expect from your lyric writing and songwriting uh, well, workshop? Well, we're going we're to talk about a little bit of my history, um, and um, I'll probably talk about some of the highlights of the Blue Oyster Cult catalog, and. Um, I, actually, I've been writing an awful lot of songs these days. I have an, my seventh solo album coming out in about a couple of months. And so we'll talk about that. And um, I will maybe reveal some of my tricks for getting songs done. Then I'll take some questions from the crowd. It should be, should be very interesting. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously your time in Blue Oyster Cult, it led you to collaborations obviously with the band but then you co-wrote with a lot of different people like patty smith helen reddy richard yes. Meltzer. so talk a bit about that so, sandy perlman uh, probably was my best uh collaboration a song i did called astronomy and uh sandy wrote the lyrics to that and um it was sort of open uh you know between sandy and his uh partner uh richard Meltzer, and of course patty smith and helen wheels we, we had a lot of collaborators that uh, gave us lyrics and then it was just a matter of you know making the the lyrics fit musically and uh, you know coming up with a song that people would remember who knows 20 30 years later um so uh, astronomy was was one of the biggest, I must say, because it was covered by Metallica, and uh, that was in 1997. So the song came out in like uh, 1973. Then years later, it ends up on a Metallica record, which was a tremendous, um, tremendous honor to be, uh, you know, part of. Uh, part of their catalog and uh it got me it really changed my life because uh the 90s were kind of slow for blue oyster cult blue oyster cult songs but by 2000 you know it's just been going great you know and um and uh you know there's more interest in the the catalog than there was in the 70s which is amazing to me that uh, the songs have, have had such a, a long life. And uh, that's what I'll be talking about at the uh, workshop. Yeah, I mean, I can only think, uh, you know, you have such a, a, a current modern rock devoted fan base. I can only think if we were closer to people like Mike Watt or Robert Pollard or John Worcester, yes. they'd, they'd be in the crowd with us on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Mike. He's a great guy. Um, and, you know, people should also know that, um, you know, this isn't out of your repertoire at all. You have taught for 
pretty much 35 years and have, are the author of multiple instruction yeah. books. Yeah, after after I left Blue Oyster Cult in 1986, I took on a, a bunch of different things. I worked in a publishing company for a while, did educational books. I wrote a book on piano, wrote a book on uh, guitar, several bass books, some uh, instructional videos. Um, and that was that was good, you know. I really enjoyed that. But now I'm retired and uh, and just enjoying writing songs and uh, playing my instruments every day and doing a lot of production too, doing uh, figuring out how to how to work this software so that it it that it uh, you know you can come up with a really tremendous result um, in in your home studio. So um, I, I I do I use outside studios, but. Uh, but um, I'm really uh, excited about the things that I'm writing these days. And uh, um, the, the newest album that's coming out is going to be about the sort of happy times of the 70s. This is a very positive album that I have coming out called American Rocker. Uh, a lot of the Blue Oyster Cult songs have sort of a dark thing. A friend of mine was saying, well, there's that. Blue Oyster Cult songs about it's one something bad just happened, or number two something bad is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like a Godzilla. I mean, uh, you know. But this is a lot of lot of lot of positive stuff. And looking back on my my long career and how lucky I was to do that and work with great producers like. Martin Birch, who did all the classic Deep Purple and Iron Maiden records, and, and Tom Werman, who did uh, 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 Cheap Trick and Ted Nugent and uh, and uh, Motley Crue, and then uh, I got to work with Bruce Fairburn, who did uh, Bon Jovi and Aerosmith. They taught me a lot about uh, you know putting how to put together a song and make it sound great. And make it uh, make the the performance exciting. So we'll touch on that. Awesome. I was talking about songwriting and and structuring the structuring the song, where the ideas come from. You know, mm. sometimes you pull them out of the air. So hopefully we'll we'll be able to get into a lot of that. I know we don't have as much time. We probably could do a whole day of this. But uh, what time is it? Uh, two o'clock on two o'clock. April, Saturday two, at Run Ions. Yeah, yeah. Two o'clock yeah. on Saturday afternoon. Come on down. It's going to be great. And uh, we'll play a little music for you, but then we'll we'll get into the nuts and bolts of uh, how it all comes together. All right. Well, we got astronomy queued up right now, Joe. Great. <laughs> We got it queued up, but we're gonna we're gonna talk over it in the interest of time, like those long form FM DJs. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we're almost out of time, but it was really fun to hear about uh, VersoFest. You know, it's really it's coming together. I know it's, it's an incredible amount of work. You guys, you know, you look like you're still pretty fresh, but uh, I, I'm sure, you know, you're, you're looking at the number of days left. But it's uh, you really have put together a great uh, schedule 
Uh, it's going to be at the Westport Library April 8th to the 10th. Uh, what else? Uh, there are a couple things that we were talking about. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, we forgot to mention one thing. We have a VIP package uh, that, that um, is actually uh, it's a great value. So uh, our VIP package is to see all three bands. So uh, go to westportlibrary.org to sign up. You get entrance into Friday night show, Saturday night show, and Sunday night show. And you get a, a, uh, your own reception on Friday night. You get your own bar, which I think is worth it. Just for that piece, totally. yeah. Well, uh, so uh, and because we're we're here, we want to do a little giveaway. Uh, so if you fun. email uh, Verso at WestportLibrary.org. No, what is it? Yep. Is it Verso at WestportLibrary.org? No, yep. I almost yeah. didn't yeah, yeah, screw yeah. it up. <laughs> Verso at WestportLibrary.org, uh, and we're going to choose a winner at random, and you're going to win a, a pair of VIP tickets to uh, Verso Fest 2022. Very cool. Thanks. Thanks for doing that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to come up with uh, Rick Patrone, the uh, Professor of Jazz is in the next studio. So thanks again, guys, for coming. Thank you, Steve. Again, Bill Harmer, Executive Director, Alex Giannini, Associate Director, Programs and Events, and uh, Brennan Toller from the Verso Studios, Marketing Manager, Westport Library. And uh, it was really great to hear about this uh, festival coming up. It sounds like perhaps it might become an annual event. Yeah, we hope so. We sure hope so. <laughs> thanks for having us. We All right, Steve. It. Good. Thanks, guys. Support for WPKN comes from the Westport Library, hosting VersaFest, an immersive music and media festival running from Friday, April the 8th through Sunday the 10th. With performances that educate, entertain and inspire, panels where experts share their perspective and vision, and small workshops where creators can deconstruct and hone their craft, VersaFest will provide creatives, artists and fans the opportunity to explore music and media in an intimate environment. More information and registration is available at westportlibrary.org.